Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 86. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. It's just, it's the same thing all the time. It just makes me laugh as soon as you start talking about it's it. Groundhog Day. Yep. Welcome to episode 86. 86. It's a, uh, a hostful. And if you're he- hearing some rustling, I apologize. It's bloody freezing today and we're both rugged up in our winter coats and I'm currently wearing a beanie so there's a little bit of jacket rustling happening and I'm I'm sorry about that just think of it as as ambiance ambiance a little tinkering it's it is freezing cold it is absolutely freezing cold we're in the midst of June and it's just no we're not we're at the end of June (laughs) Oh, I can't believe it's the 29th of June. I know. It's insane how fast this year is going. It is. Anyway, it's very, very cold here in a beautiful bluebird day uh, in the Blue Mountains in Sydney, Australia. I will say it's cold for Australia. It's not cold for other parts of the world. (laughs) Feel my hands. Yeah, they're cold. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I put a, a bit of a call out on Facebook. Actually, before we get into that, yeah, yeah, let's talk about where we're up to and what's happening and why this is our last show ever for two weeks. For two weeks, <sighs> it is our last show for two weeks. Why are we? Why are we taking a mid-year break? Um, I think, first of all, I think it's important to take a, a break. It's something that we talk about, you know, slowing down and, and not getting caught up in the rush, rush, have to do's and should do's and expectations and all that kind of stuff. So we decided a couple of weeks ago that we're going to take a couple of weeks off while, <coughs> bless you, while the Thank kids you. are on school holidays and it'll just give us a chance to take a breath and spend some, some time with them while they're not at school. I love the school holidays. I really like being able to kind of get out of our rhythm and you know stay up later and sleep in and go and do things go to the park and make pancakes for breakfast and all that kind of stuff that doesn't always fit in when kids are at school and things just roll on so um and it's the kids really enjoy it as well oh, I, mean, they I, love remember, it. I remember taking school holidays i used to love school holidays yeah <laughs> did you just get a notification to record podcast <laughs> All right. You're moving out of the way, fine. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to taking a bit of a break. And as a result, I mean, we did speak a couple of weeks ago about not doing an experiment in July, an official experiment. And that sort of spurred us on to think about what we could do to, to slow down a bit for the middle of the year. And, and as a result, we're taking two weeks off. So I hope you'll forgive us the break. But I feel like it'll only benefit us as we go into the second half of the year as well and you know what if we talk about slow living and continue to work through a period of time where we normally wouldn't i feel like that's pretty hypocritical yeah totally we need to live and breathe this stuff and you know we do so like we we do in 90 percent of our Mm. life so i think it's really important that this also reflects it as much as i know you're going to miss us (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, but there's there are some really high quality other podcasts that you could listen to that are on Jackrabbit if you would be so inclined. And um, I think they're all playing through. We're not taking a break on the others. So Jackrabbit FM is still will still go strong over the next few weeks. We've got some cracking episodes coming up on that. We do, and I'm actually we're, we're launching a brand new show uh, on the 11th <gasps> of July. With Alex. Okay, so tell me about that show. So Alex Stewart is a previous guest of the Slow Home podcast, and she's very, very well known for her uh, website, Low Tox Life. And she talks obviously about living a you know a low tox life, <laughs> and, uh, but also conscious living and you know healthful recipes and things like that. But she has created a show that looks at a really broad range of topics centered on living, you know, a healthier life. And it's, it is a cracker of a a podcast. I'm really enjoying producing it. And Alex has got some really awesome guests lined up for launch week uh, to talk about things like pesticides and um, uh, conscious business building and poop. And really, (laughs) yes. So she, uh, it will be up in the iTunes store for you guys to take a listen to the preview in a couple of days. So, um, but you know, until then, keep an ear out for Low Tox Life. There's also a whole heap of other Jackrabbit FM podcasts that we really love. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on our network. <laughs> um, like Let It Be, which is you and Kelly Exeter. Me and Kel, yeah. yeah. And Straight and Curly which is Kel and Carly. Yep. And Sweet Teen. Yeah, Sweet Teen Club. Which is Carly and... Stacy. Stacy. And that's a 90s nostalgia. So uh, funny. I even, I even enjoy that one. <laughs> As opposed to the others? No, but... <laughs> uh, I just, it's, like, it's super hilarious. I really enjoy listening to that one. And Nick Avery's coming back with This Family Life for another season. Uh, she starts uh, the 11th of August, uh, July as well, and she talks about you know the chaos of daily family life and how lots of different people like both both deal with it and manage it and live in a pretty calm way in in spite of the chaos of, of family life. And then Amanda Kendall's thoughtful travel podcast as well, which is lovely and does nothing to cure my wanderlust at all. Makes me want to get out on the road. Exactly. It is It is very good podcast. Now, um, oh, I wonder whether I should say it because it will make will force me to do it then. I, I'm really keen on doing a podcast with my brother. Yes. Who's a comedian. And um, just a really lighthearted podcast about lists <laughs> and stuff. Of, yeah. Like, you know, like uh, lists of interesting and quirky things and we will just play around with it. Anyway, it's been on my mind for a long time and I'm keen to get it up and running so with me saying this and Seamus if you're listening we need to get on to that doesn't really fit the Jackrabbit FM network though does it sure it does okay it's about people it's about okay making people smile or laugh or yeah you know it is, it is a bit quirky anyway we'll see we'll um see. yeah the, the the Jackrabbit network thing is is really interesting to see how it's growing and evolving and people taking it up you know we've got it oh excitingly we have an app for the network oh awesome which is mere weeks away from release which means that you can download the app both 
on your iOS device and Android. We haven't forgotten you, Android folks. And that means that you can access all the Jackrabbit podcasts from the one app. You can download and listen to them when you're offline. You can um, save episodes. You can subscribe. You can share it with your friends. So that's kind of exciting as well. Yeah, let's talk about that when we come back on the yep. 21st. That would probably be very close, if not launched that will by be then. That yeah. So we'll have more information for you on that date. And so without further ado, let's start the show. Longest intro ever. <laughs> ever. goes out mm-hmm. which we've done too much recently because of our ridiculous schedule at the moment but brooke put a call out on the facebook group asking for questions for this um this what are we doing hostful and anna wanted to talk or wanted us to talk about some zero waste tips mm-hmm. which ties in perfectly to the theme that we were going to talk about anyway and that's Plastic Free July. Yes. So let's talk about that. Okay. I guess we're not going to call it an experiment because we're not doing an experiment in July, but it's sort of a quasi-experiment that we're just going to do personally. Yeah, I think we're just going to take part in the, the Plastic Free July Challenge, which kicks off, obviously, in uh, at the beginning of July. And while we're not recording... Monday episodes this coming month, we will, like I particularly will be documenting the, the changes that I'm making and the things that I'm trying as part of the challenge on Instagram and Facebook and things like that, because I think that the Plastic Free July movement is, I mean, it's doing an amazing job of raising awareness of single-use plastics and the impact that it's having on the environment. And it's something that I've wanted to be part of over the last couple of years and I've been a bit freaked out by how hard I felt like it would be but this year I'm I'm giving it a red hot go awesome so what are single use plastic items what are they they oh like things like straws and coffee cup lids and you know plastic takeaway knife and fork exactly that sort of thing yeah okay so is that what plastic free July is all about or is it about like just avoiding plastic altogether well, it's, it's all of those things. Like I think a lot of people are like me where I, lo- I would look at it and think I can't get rid of all plastic. It, it's a huge undertaking and I'd get freaked out and I'd get overwhelmed and I wouldn't try to do anything. But what they're actually recommending for people who feel like maybe going completely plastic free is too much of an ask, particularly going from like zero to completely plastic free in a month. They're saying to just try maybe either for a day or a week or the whole month of avoiding the big four. The big four. The big four. What are the big four? Plastic bags, water bottles. Plastic bags, shopping bags. Yes, yeah, plastic shopping bags. Yeah. Uh, water bottles, coffee cups and or lids and straws. With the coffee cups and lids, aren't most of those biodegradable now? I think cups are becoming that way. I mean, I know the place that we buy coffee from, I think their cups are 
are compostable, but I don't believe the lids are. I think the lids are all plastic. So Really? Yep. I thought they had that recycle. That's different. There are oh, some... still, it's still plastic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Even if it's re- like plastic bottles are recyclable, but we don't need them. Oh, that's so true. Okay. So already I'm, I'm, my mind is blown about how much plastic we, yeah. we use. It's not just like using recyclable plastic. It's avoiding the plastic in the first place. Yeah. Okay. So of the top four, let's look at it. So straws, that's a no-brainer. We don't even... We don't have straws. Who uses straws? Heaps of people. Really? Heaps. Okay. I mean, you go to... No judge. No, no, I'm not at all. No, me. Oh. <laughs> um, you go to a coffee shop, right, with the kids and we get a coffee and it comes in like a glass cup. Fine, no plastic. The kids get a, um, like a milkshake maybe. And either it might come in a glass bottle, like at the church they do it in a glass bottle, but then it comes with a plastic straw. Okay. Like, um, well, we do have straws here, but they're reusable we use, straws. No, we use pa- we've got paper straws here. Yeah. Which I'll reuse a couple of times. A couple of times yeah. before they get too soggy. Anyway, so yeah, I guess that's the kids, isn't it? That they, they're they the ones that use And I get straws. I get why places do it. You know, in particular, a lot of coffee, co- coffee shops put kids' milkshakes and things in a plastic cup, like a throwaway cup, even if you're eating in, which always frustrates me. Yeah, why do they do well, that? Well, because kids knock stuff over, I guess, and they don't want it to smash. I don't know. I, I That always has been a frustration yeah. for me. Okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how many straws are used in the world. Oh, yeah. It would be terrifying. Yeah. So coffee cups and lids? Yeah. So I think, well, all the coffee that we get, we use those reusable... Keep cups. Keep cups. Mm-hmm. Although there'll be occasions where I might be in the city where I just don't have it and I'll get a coffee, a takeaway coffee. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure that most of those, they're, they're like hard hard paper cups. Yeah. Called cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't, I mean, I'm sure there's plastic coffee cups, but I don't know too many. I like, no, I don't even know if it's the plastic or if it's um, they're like there's a plastic coating on some of them as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, otherwise, if you tip <laughs> if you tip coffee into a cardboard box, <laughs> the coffee just comes out. <laughs> wow, you certainly wouldn't be ordering hot coffee anymore. You'd want to be drinking it pretty fast before it ends <laughs> ends all the down the front of you. Would you like to try a new eco coffee cup? Yeah, it's just a plus. It's just a cardboard box. Okay, so I reckon 80% of the coffees that we buy at the moment are, well, I mean, we don't even buy coffees anymore. We mm. make most of them. Anyway, I think that'll be going to be pretty easy for us in July. Okay. Agree? Yeah. Okay. Uh, water bottles? We don't use them. At all? No. We've all got stainless steel reusable drink bottles. So that's tick. We're mm-hmm. already doing that. Plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Shopping bags. Shopping bags. Yeah. Um. I think this is the big one for us. Well, for me. For you. <laughs> Sorry to point fingers, but for you. I love plastic bags. And... <laughs> I um, So probably 12 or 18 months ago, I bought about 15 mesh um, like fabric reusable produce bags. Produce, so small. Yeah, that I, I put little, apples in. Little, and, yeah, mesh yeah. bags. You know, things, produce. With a drawstring. Yes. 
fresh produce that I buy from the supermarket, I'll just put them in those rather than in the provided plastic bags and paired with, you know, the reusable shopping bags, like the red bags at IGA or whatever you get, wherever you get them. um, You know, that's cut down on my plastic bag usage by 95%, I'd say. And we were talking about this before we hit record. You, if you have the bags there, you'll use them. Like you're not anti mesh bags, but if you don't remember them, everything comes home in a plastic bag. Whereas yeah, I, I know it's I'm, terrible. No, I'm like, it's just, it's mm. habit. Whereas what I do is just let them roll around free. Like I don't, I just don't put things in plastic bags. So if you didn't have those mesh bags, yep. you just would put all your shopping stuff in the trolley, trolley yep. loose. Yep. Yeah. That freaks me out. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that. I think it freaks a lot of people out. But I have been shopping, and if I don't have my my mesh bags, then I will. Uh, like, there's been things that I haven't bought because I couldn't get them plastic free. Wow! So, like, it, you know, baby spinach leaves and things like that. I would just avoid buying them if I couldn't do it without a plastic bag. I've got a huge confession. I must be like some sort of neat freak when it comes to shopping. That whole convenience thing, but. Um, you know when you get oh it's it's happened a lot recently with organic produce zucchinis for example mm. they say they're organic but they're like there's oh. four of them and they're wrapped in plastic they're in a like a polyethylene tray with, with plastic, plastic wrapped over around them. them I know and secretly I like <gasps> that I like that they're well no I like that they're organic and it's just easy what I mean that's ridiculous but it is sorry it is ridiculous. It like, is I love ridiculous. you, but it is ridiculous. Because what's hard about putting it in a mesh bag or even just putting it in your shopping basket as is? Like, there is nothing hard about it. it. That is my one of my biggest – like, we have no need. It is ridiculous. That. No need. It is ridiculous. And what – but why are people – why are they doing that? I don't know. I have no idea. I, to me, it makes no sense. Because is it it's, to protect them more or something? Oh, I don't know. God, I don't know. And then they do it to things like bananas. Mm. Like if only bananas had some kind of protective peel around the fruit so we wouldn't have to wrap them. If oh, no. only oh, bananas no. provided that service for themselves, that would be so helpful. That's <laughs> just crazy. I saw a picture the other day of a peeled orange. So an orange that's been peeled yes, whole, yeah. so they've just peeled it all off. Yeah. And then put into a plastic oh container, like punnet, like a strawberry punnet. Like at a supermarket? Yeah. They were selling that? I, I, I saw a picture of it. I didn't see it in person, but I saw it as a picture. See, that to me is just symbolic of the world gone mad. You're taking <laughs> the protective wrapping oh, no. off a piece of food oh, and no. replacing it with plastic wrapping to yeah. protect the yeah. food. So no more pre-wrapped stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not having a dig because there are times where you're stuck. Mm. I get it. Mm. You know, and I'm not. How cool it be if you've got like a punnet of strawberries and you just tip them out into your trolley? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> into your actual trolley. I, I, until you said into your trolley, I'm like, people would do that. So people who are anti-plastic 
at the markets, for example, you know, you go and buy in summer, you might buy a big bucket of cherries yeah. and the cherry, like the bucket is lined with a plastic yeah, bag. I know so you exactly can pick the bags yeah, up yeah. and take it with you. Yeah. Like, they pour I, it out. Yeah, no. So I think it was Alex Stewart posted about it yeah. last summer. She said, I don't need the bag. She just tipped them out. Tipped it into her reusable yeah. produce bag yeah. and said, you can reuse the plastic bag. And and that's one of the things that I've always been curious about with zero waste. Like, So in that regard, or even at a takeaway shop, for example, if you go in and they've packaged your food up, say you're getting something from the tire takeaway, they've packaged your noodles up yeah, and you say, I don't want the packaging. Can I put it in my own container? Then fine, you do do that, you tip it it out and put it in your glass container and take it home. But then that waste still has occurred. They'll just just throw that They're not going to clean that and reuse it. Of course they're not. So I've always been interested about the the philosophy behind that. Like, is it just a personal thing? Like, I didn't waste it, so therefore it doesn't count. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not throwing it out. Well, it's an education thing. I mean, mean, it's, yeah, saying that. I feel depressed for the human race. I understand how you feel. And and I've been through that over the last sort of 12 months. I've really done a lot of thinking about it. And what it comes down to is we can only change our own behavior. Really, like we can't. We can't change someone else's behavior. Maybe, maybe by us talking about it, maybe by going into the fruit and veggie shop and saying, um, you know, do you have any zucchinis unwrapped? They might possibly think about it and yeah. think maybe we can start offering these unwrapped. Yeah. You know, maybe the Thai takeaway starts to think about offering fifty cents off if you bring your own, you know, container. I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, anyone who does subscribe to the zero waste life, I'd pay fifty cents extra for them to not buy. Yeah. <laughs> the containers. Yeah, it, I, so anyone who does who does live like a zero waste or close to zero waste life or at least a, a plastic-free life, can you tell me what your thoughts on that are? Because mm. I'm just genuinely curious about it. You know, if you go and empty, empty your punnet of strawberries into your reusable bag so that you're not wasting the plastic or using the plastic, do you are you worried about what happens to the plastic once you've, you know, left it in the shop? Um, and that's a completely judgment-free question because I'm just genuinely curious about it. So what are we going to um, struggle with then, do you think? I mean, those big four, they're quite easy beside the plastic bags for me, which I'm going to seriously work on. For you, it's just a habit. You yeah, just need to remember, I know, I know. remember to take them with you. What are we going to struggle with? There's a few things that I... I can see will be difficult and they fall outside the realm of the big four, but things like cheese, like our kids eat quite a lot of cheese. It's a you know snack. They take it to school and we just buy a block of the cheddar cheese, but yep. that comes in a plastic wrap. Yeah. There's as far as I can see at the supermarket, which is a decent supermarket. There's no option no. for, uh, you know, plastic free cheese. Yeah, there isn't. No. And there's a deli, uh, a local deli, and I thought, like, I had thought that he would be my go-to guy. So I could go in and ask him to just cut me a chunk of cheddar cheese and put it in one of our glass containers or one of our, like, a reusable wraps. Uh, but I was in there the other day and all of his cheeses are already pre 
wrapped, wrapped and priced, mm. you know. So there are some delis that, that do Oh, I'm sure yeah. there is, but I'm just talking about us locally. Yeah. There's not a very there's not a clear yeah. solution to it. So I'll just keep keep looking around and I will talk to Con at the deli and ask him if there is a way of Don't doing name it. His name. Con, his name's Con. His deli's really good. So uh, th- I agree that. I reckon butcher is the is one of the other big ones. Yep. So those little plastic bags that they then put in bigger plastic bags. <laughs> it's funny. I was, I Double was, plastic. I was talking to the butcher about it because, I, I mean, I, like, I don't eat meat, but you guys still do. So we try We try and buy local. He's He seems to have good quality meat. Um, but I did ask him about it recently and said, if I bring in some glass containers, are you happy to put the meat in that rather than, um, you know, wrap it up? And he said, yes. Good. So I think – one of the things that we need to do is just ask the question, have the conversation. And he was more than happy to do it. He said, yeah, like he remembers back in the day when butcher's paper was used rather than plastic, but now everything's moved to plastic. Um, maybe, I don't know why, actually. It's probably cheaper. It's probably more effective at keeping them fresher for longer. I don't know. But yeah. uh, he was more than happy for us to use the, the glass containers. So if you've got a butcher or a baker or even the deli and stuff like that, maybe ask the question. Yeah. Um, and then also bread, but I guess we could make our own bread. We could There's make a solution there. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> I... Or buy, buy bread from the deli, which is in those pa- is in paper. Yeah, or there's the bakery in yeah. in town too, and just take a paper, uh, rather a um, just take a. B Johnson said she just, just takes a just big. Just take um, nothing. Just grab the bread and just take it. They home. may not do that. You reckon? No, I don't. Like, B Johnson in our conversation uh, a few months ago said she takes a an old clean uh, pillowcase and that's what she buys her bread in. Nice. So she will often... A bit uncomfortable at night, but (laughs) good idea. Adds new meaning to crumbs in the bed. What? What? Uh, She um, often posts photos on her Instagram and Facebook as well of her, her solutions. You know, she's got just calico drawstring bags that she takes to a sandwich shop and says please don't wrap it in plastic or paper just put it in my in my calico bag that kind of stuff so bread bread is like it's doable it's actually really a simple solution we've just bought decent bread from the supermarket but it still comes in a plastic yeah bag because it's convenient but i think that's one of those things that will be quite an easy change to make and we have made some really good changes this year. The the top three for me mm-hmm. for um, is the stainless steel bottles, yeah. those mesh shopping bags, yep. which I'm still learning how to use. And then also recently the Bee Eco Wraps. Yes, I like them. Talk a lot. about those guys. So I bought them guys. about a month ago, and they just they're um, like a fabric that's been infused with beeswax and tree resin and they've got this amazing kind of texture it's sort of sticky and stiff and you use them in place of plastic wrap or foil or um, baking paper to wrap food leftovers and cover plates and things like that um, in the in the fridge or wrap up bread or stuff to put in the freezer and I've been really 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 happy with them so that's cut down to virtually zero our use of glad wrap, which we didn't use a lot of, like cling wrap and aluminium foil and uh, waxed paper. 
Yeah. And they're, they're fabulous. I'll be yeah. ordering some more very soon. But the ones that we use are called Bee Eco Wraps. They're from a family who live in Queensland in Australia, but there are many other options as well, particularly if you live um, overseas. But they have made a huge difference for me. You were very sceptical. Oh, big time sceptical. Yeah, yeah, you're like, that's you've just wasted money. Yeah, totally. When I first saw them, I was like, what? They're going to like... The the waxiness is going to get into the food. Yeah, because they actually have quite a smell when you yeah. like a beautiful yeah. smell, but yeah. not a but smell like, that you want to eat necessarily. I don't, yeah, I don't want my you know cheese to smell like wax. Yeah. That sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bad example. But they don't. They don't at all. No. It's great. Yeah, I was I was quite surprised. Although to- Toby did throw one of them out, <laughs> he just thought they were just a no, rabbit. He what just he thrown them out when he was at school. Uh, Toby, if you're listening, good on you, mate. He's not listening. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, so I think the other things that we have gotten pretty good at, and things that I I mean I've been pleased with have just like really simple changes like me putting a canvas bag inside my handbag so if we're out shopping which is a rare occasion unless it's food shopping but if we are rather than you know a plastic bag at the shop i'll just grab out my handy little canvas bag and keep things in that keep cups as well have been fantastic what we will be doing this coming month is getting two for the kids as well keep cups yep. yeah because why uh, well, because, I mean... Oh, when we're out. And yeah. Then, yeah. Which, look, they don't go out for coffee with us very often, but even just to have a milkshake or something like that, there's no reason why we can't use it. And I think that one of the things that I have always been afraid of is what the like, the barista will think if I ask for the coffee cup, like the keep cup to be used. And, like, the barista at one of our local coffee shops, which is awesome, she makes great coffee, and I handed over my, um, my keep cup one day, and I'm just like, oh, that's cute. Like... <laughs> What? <laughs> and it kind of bothered me for a minute. And then I'm like, ah, actually, I don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Just use the keep cup, please. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I, I was always kind of worried. I didn't want to make someone's job harder for them. I don't see how it's making it harder for them. So I think the more we do it, the more we normalize it, the more it just won't be a problem. Agreed. And the other, I guess the other change that I want to make, no, that's pretty much it. Just yeah. looking to the list. Just looking at yeah. my list, but it's just is, taking the, that is it. Yeah. the glass containers. And that's something that I have over the past 12 months because they're not cheap to buy, like, heavy-duty glass food containers. They don't, like they cost a bit, and if you can get them secondhand, awesome, but otherwise you, um, you're kind of looking at anywhere between $10 and $20 for a big-size one. So okay. it's just, Here's a conundrum. <laughs> okay. So just before we start wrapping up, here's a conundrum. Okay, so I'm at the supermarket mm-hmm. and I'm in the fresh produce area and I go to the um, cabinets and there's organic zucchini wrapped in plastic mm-hmm. in that syrup um, and then with the, um, the throwaway container at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Next to it is the free-range normal zucchini just piled up. What do you do, Brooke? <laughs> what do you do? You start going to the farmer's market instead, <laughs> which is actually another big change that we have made this the last couple of months. I've made a real effort to get to the farmer's markets, which only happen every two weeks, which is kind of not frequent enough, really. Uh, but 
that has made a big difference because obviously all their stuff is just loose. But I would buy the the loose. Oh, really? In in the context of plastic free July, yeah. Okay, all right. But, so next month we'll all we'll all be about pesticides. Okay. <laughs> Where I'll change my story completely. <laughs> but it's madness. It is absolute madness to be wrapping these things up in plastic, and particularly. I mean, regardless of whether they're organic or not, it's just utter madness. It is. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's probably the other big change that I've made is is going out of our way to buy things loose. And for us, that's been going to the farmer's market when we can. It's Mm. just not always possible, unfortunately. And around here, they're really – that's really the only option to get decent pesticide-free, if not, you know, certified organic stuff loose. Mm. Um, and the other area that I will say we will continue to struggle with beyond July, I'm certain of it, is things like, um, you know, packets of nuts and seeds and stuff like that. They come in plastic and there are not any bulk food stores within a half an hour drive from here. There's a couple within an hour's drive, but that's, uh, you know, like, to be perfectly honest, that's not ultra convenient. So I've been. So if you're interested in starting a company <laughs> in the lower blue of... mountains that offers free, loose nuts, seeds. I don't want them free. I'm happy to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is, that's probably the one area that over time I'll still find difficult to, to cut completely out all plastic because um, – we don't have an option around here at the moment. If you do know of one, please let me know because I have looked into it. There's a co-op at Katoomba and then there's a source Whole Foods or Bulk Foods at um, Newtown, I think, and they're the two closest and neither of them are close. Really. Not really. Not really. I mean, so it's a two-hour round trip. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just me being completely open and honest with the things that we're still struggling with, I guess. Which is really important. Now, we've got a very huge milestone that we wanted to tell you guys about because it's all about you guys, really, because without you guys, this wouldn't have been possible. Quite literally. Seriously? Yeah. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, your show. (laughs) Our show. During the week, sometime during the week, we ticked over one million downloads of the Slow Home Podcast, which is... That's amazing. Huge. It's a, like, amazing. I can't actually really picture that, if that makes sense. It's just um, like a million. That's a lot. Hmm. It's a lot of picture, years. Picture six zeros and then a one yeah. right at the end of it. <laughs> okay. On the left of it. At the, at the front of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I can picture a million things. That was really helpful. Hmm. Yeah, but I wanted to say thank you. To all of you who have listened and downloaded and um, shared it with your friends and maybe tweeted about it or Facebooked it or, you know, yeah, why yeah, are you making that face? I just like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm in pain, but like a nice pain to think that that's what's happened. You know, we're all, we're not even 18 months into Slow Your Home and we've already hit a million, which is huge for an independent podcast. So, and a podcast that's not supported by 
a media organization or a big company, it's just supported by you guys, our listeners. That is testament to to you and it makes me feel really proud. Yeah. No, me too. And I can I take like a minute hmm. to just say thank you to you? Yes, you can. <laughs> Seriously, I like the the show would not have continued on if if you didn't come on board as my co-host and my producer. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. But thank you guys. Honestly, as Ben said, it's um yeah, testament to the fact that obviously we're talking about things that, that you're keen to know about, but, you know, this show is only continuing because of you and it's, um yeah, and, and please let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from, what you want more of, what you want less of, um, and, yeah, it's amazing. I'm a little bit speechless to think about a million downloads, actually. It is, yeah. It's it is it's mind boggling. Um, for those of you that have um, also contributed financially to the mm-hmm. show, we really want to thank you because that actually it adds value to what we're doing. It actually is a it does make a difference because it not only supports slow your home in terms of hosting and all the fees involved in actually producing which the show. really do add up when you're getting the downloads that we're getting it's it gets quite expensive yeah. every month so uh, yep. so it yeah, just a bit of there so the more successful the show the more expensive it is to yeah. actually host so it doesn't really make sense but it's all about how people pull things from the host and we host through a provider and the more downloads the more expensive it is so all your contributions through Patreon have been enormous and we thank you very much. Not only do they help us, but they help all the programs on Jackrabbit FM. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd love you guys to continue supporting us through Patreon, which you can do um, through patreon.com slash slow. slow. Yep. And the most recent Patreonies. Patreonies. <laughs> Patrons? No, no. Patreonies. Patreonies, okay. Uh, just just this past month, I would like to thank Almira and Anna and Erin and Jenny and Natalie and Anya and Alyssa, the ladies. Thank you to the, the ladies. ladies. representing. I'd love to do an audience sample to see how many the gender split. Yeah. That would be interesting. It would be it? interesting. Yeah. I know we have quite a lot of... We might um, do a survey monkey just to get to know our audience a little better. Cool. I think that's a really good idea. Okay. We have got heaps of ideas, just not the time to do them. Thank you once again, guys, and it's um, we extremely humbled by your contribution and support of the show. And for listening to our silly jokes. <laughs> Enjoy your um, your next couple of weeks. We will be back on the 21st of July with some more interviews. And as I mentioned, there'll be no Monday shows uh, in July. But, um, yeah, enjoy some downtime if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. I think it's summer time for you guys. And, uh, you know, if you're taking school holidays or a bit of a break over the winter for you Southern Hemispherians, then um, enjoy that too. But... Yeah, in the meantime, keep an eye on Instagram. I'm at Brooke McCallery on Instagram and I'll be sharing 
little bits and pieces about Plastic Free July, I guess, as well as on Facebook, where you can find us at Slow Your Home on Facebook. But, yeah, keep a, an ear out for the other Jackrabbit shows and, um, you know, that will hopefully fill a podcast size gap for you for the next couple of weeks. But thanks again and we will talk to you soon. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, podcast.